Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors. We discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm John Haley. And I'm Erin Barton. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Erin. Hey, John. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am doing good. Thank you. Good. So writing this episode took me back to my law school days and reminded me of something that I think is pretty interesting and no one else probably will, but... I'm the one recording this podcast, so you're going to have to deal with it. In my intellectual property class, shout out Professor Gibson, we talked about how uh, John Fogarty, who was the lead singer of Creedence Clearwater Revival, Mm -hmm. was once sued for infringing on a song that he also wrote because he no longer owned the rights to the songs that he did originally. I just thought that was very interesting, that you could be sued for infringing on a copyright that you yourself had already written. Interesting and troubling on many levels. Many, many different levels. So, as you may have guessed, today we're going to talk about the role that intellectual property plays in your daily life as a realtor. So, intellectual property is a pretty broad topic, one that lots of lawyers get paid lots of money to focus on exclusively. So, this podcast will, by necessity, be a very broad overview of the topic. First, we should give a little bit of explanation to some terms that you've probably heard. There are three main areas of intellectual property law that you might encounter, patents, copyrights, and trademarks. Now, patents cover property rights and inventions, so we won't get into those on this podcast. Copyright law exists to provide protection for an author's particular method of expressing an idea. Copyright applies to works of art like music, poetry, photography, and podcast, for example, just to name a few. It's important to note that copyright law does not protect the actual idea just the way that the idea is expressed. So what you're saying is that we can't copyright IP or even a podcast about IP, but we can copyright how we talk about it in this particular podcast. That's right. If you listen all the way through, you'll notice that we do say that this is copyright 2018. So I always listen all the way through. We appreciate that. The very last second. We always appreciate that. So copyright law allows for the holder of the copyright to reproduce the work, alter the work, and distribute the work. The holder of the copyright can take legal action against anyone who attempts to use the work in an unauthorized way. For example, there have been multiple court cases regarding musical artists, like we've discussed, who have copied another artist's work in whole or in part without attribution. And those cases can result in multi-million dollar awards. The other area of intellectual property with which you need to be familiar is trademark law. While copyright protects works of art, trademark law protects shorter works that, while not necessarily artistic in nature, provide important context to consumers regarding the source of goods or services. Companies will seek trademark protection for things like brand names or slogans. Trademark law's purpose is to ensure that consumers are able to rely on these marks without being confused by competing brands. For example, if you really like XYZ brand gummy bears, and XYZ is a trademark term, you can feel comfortable knowing that wherever you buy XYZ gummy bears, you'll get the same quality. And the quality of your gummy bears is very important, as the entire legal department knows and has been discussed in previous podcasts. That's right. We, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that gummy bears are the official candy of the Caveat Realtor podcast. Absolutely. So this trademark law not only protects businesses, but it also protects consumers, meaning that you know what you're going to get. Well, trademarks and copyrights are both identified by certain markers. So if you look at a music recording or book that you have lying around your house, you'll notice the letter C inside of a circle. 
This is the indicator that the work or works have been copyrighted and are protected by the law. Trademarks, on the other hand, can have one of two markers. If a person is just claiming a trademark without having actually registered the mark with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, you'll see a tiny TM after the mark. If the holder has actually registered the mark, you'll see an R inside a circle. This should be very familiar to all of you as Realtor is a registered mark. That's right. So how do these areas of law affect your life as a Realtor? Well, first, copyright law can be very important for your listings specifically with regards to any photographs of properties. Photographs are works of art under copyright law, and therefore the author, the photographer in this case, owns the copyright to these works. The agreement you have with the photographer will determine how you can use these photos. This is referred to as a license granted by the photographer to you. The license could be very broad or it could be very narrow. You might have the ability to use the pictures in any way you see fit, or you might only be able to use them in MLS postings and only for a limited amount of time. It's very important to take a look at the contract you entered into with the photographer before you make any use of the pictures that he or she has taken. And trademark law also covers your use of the term realtor. The National Association of Realtors owns the registered trademark, and as a benefit of being a member of NAR, you are granted a limited license to use the mark in your advertising. However, you have to make sure you use the mark carefully and correctly. First, as NAR owns the mark, using it in a way that is not consistent with the license given to you would potentially harm them, which means their lawyers could potentially harm your bank accounts. Second, trademarks exist so that the consumers know what to expect from anyone using the mark. In this case, consumers know that someone using the realtor mark is a member of NAR, and is therefore bound by certain ethical guidelines when it comes to selling and purchasing real estate. If you use the mark incorrectly, it can reduce consumer confidence in the mark, which could hurt everyone who uses the mark. So Aaron, in our not yet, but probably soon to be trademarked phrase, let's take it to the legal hotline. Who owns the copyright to photos taken by and or paid for by the listing agent? For example, a realtor transfers to another company and the broker of the company they are leaving retains the realtor's listings. Does anyone other than the listing agent have the right to use the listing agent's photos and or ad print, or is the newly assigned listing agent required to either take their own photos and compose their own ad, or at the very least, obtain written permission from the original listing agent to use the ad and photos? Well, this actually depends on a couple of different things. First, you need to determine what kind of license you have from the photographer who took the pictures. You might have a broad general license, or it could be limited to a certain period of time or a certain brokerage. However, there might be other concerns in this case as well. You need to look at the independent contractor agreement to see if it has any bearing on whether the newly assigned agent can use the photos. This is probably an instance where you would want to have an attorney review the specific documents. Okay, John, I saw an ad from another licensee that stated the region's number one realtor using the registered mark. Is that okay? No, that is not okay. NAR owns the realtor mark along with the Block R logo, and they have very definitive guidelines on how you may and may not use the mark. For example, you can't use any descriptive word that could modify the mark. Other examples like your local realtor and most dependable realtor would also violate the trademark protection. NAR has a very informative and very detailed manual regarding marks on its website. But a general rule of thumb is that if you replace the word realtor with the word member, the only proper uses will make sense. It doesn't make sense to say you're the region's number one member, for example. 
All right, Aaron, last one. I had a listing that expired recently. The owners decided to relist with another company, and instead of taking new photos, the agent just copied my photos. Can he do that? What if the owner gave him permission to use the pictures? Again, this depends on who owns the copyright. If you took the original pictures, then you own the copyright and can ask that the new agent take down the pictures. If the sellers own the copyrights to the pictures, then it's their right to grant and they can allow the new agent to post the pictures. So how can you limit your risk as a realtor when it comes to intellectual property law? Well, first, make sure you understand how copyright and trademark laws can affect your everyday life as a real estate licensee. Be careful when you use realtor mark in your work, as it is a registered term and using it incorrectly could cause problems for you and for anyone else who uses the mark. Copyright law also affects how you can use works of art. Make sure you know who has what rights before you use any pictures or videos in your advertising. Copyright licenses are often fact-specific, so you might want to have an attorney review the document as well. Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and be sure to rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four member section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. All of the members of this podcast are attorneys. The legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright C-2018. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share-like license.